want to welcome in to the studio this morning, City Councilman Chase Carlisle. Councilman, it's just another one, you know, gone too soon. And unfortunately, it could have been prevented if you look at the perpetrator in this case, nearly arrested nearly 40 times and shot and killed this officer. Yeah, it's absolutely tragic. My heart um, goes out to Officer Red and his family and all of his colleagues uh, in the Memphis Police Department. The work that they do um, is dangerous. Every day they leave the home, they don't know if they're coming back or not. And I think that often gets lost in a lot of the rhetoric that's out there. And, and just want to reiterate how supportive I am and many members of the city council are of the Memphis Police Department. Yeah, it's like, yes, we understand there are some bad apples. But in this case, this was a good one. And no there are so many good ones. And we need to be talking about the good ones just as much, if not more, than the bad ones. Well, no, no more than talking. I mean, exactly. we need to be supporting them. We need to be giving them the resources. We need to be giving them the training. We need to be giving them the, the salaries um, because what they do is dangerous. Um, yeah. And so we've got to put our money where our mouth is. All right. So I was saying before we went to break, maybe Cardi B, the rapper, needs to teach some of our judicial commissioners and judges something about judicial philosophy because she's not she's not been making music councilman because she's at, she's having to pay some time community <laughs> service and she tweets out the other day community service i have a lot of hours to do and i'm sleepy but you do the crime you do the time maybe it's something that maybe a judge or two could buy into and we could stop the repeat offenders and just keep on getting out city councilman yeah, look, you know, the, the judicial process is complex and complicated, and that's unfortunate. Uh, it shouldn't be. It should be something, especially in a place like Memphis, where the majority of people that, that have a touch with the justice system uh, don't have um, access to, to the certain resources that, that they can have somebody by their side kind of explaining it to them. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, due process is important. And uh, the, the, the thing that gets me the, the most fired up is we have magistrates that, that do a significant amount of these bail hearings, uh, and they're appointed by the county commission. They're not elected officials. And so there's not a lot of visibility for the public to say, hey, you know, I don't really understand or like what's happening here. Why are all these people out on, on bond for very serious crimes? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because there were 14 people shot since Friday. I mean, it's just out of control. And when you look back what happened a week ago, in Whitehaven at that nightclub, you had Ladarius Marion, 21 years old. He was charged with five counts of attempted second-degree murder. The judge in this case dropped the bond from $800,000 to $25,000, which if you're familiar with the bond system means you put up 10%. 2500 bucks. he's back out onto the street. Yeah, the defendant's you know, attorney claims that it's a self-defense, and I haven't seen all the evidence. But nonetheless, I mean, stand your ground doesn't apply to getting an assault rifle and spraying into a crowd of people. It basically says if you're in imminent danger and you cannot flee, you, you, know, you have the right to defend yourself. And for me, that's a, that's a lack and exercise of judgment. Um, and also, by the way, that the assailant, the, the person that's accused of beginning you know, the first shots was 120000 in bail. For me, that's way too low. You're yeah. talking about coming up with $12,000 in cash. I mean, on a, on a murder charge, I'd come up with $12,000 in cash and figure out a way out of it. Exactly. All right. Well, here is what the mayor is saying about all of this crime. He says, I'm fed up with it. We've got to do something else because what we're doing right now isn't working. Take a listen. And we're angry about it. And I think the public is mad about it. And the court system needs to straighten its act out. We need to direct that anger and hold these judicial uh, positions accountable. All right. So... He says, Memphians, Shelby Countyans, we're upset. We need to hold these people accountable. How do you do that, Councilman? 
Yeah, I think the first and most important thing, especially because people need to be able to live their lives, is is have a place that they can go that's that's transparent and easy to access. So I'll be bringing a resolution, albeit non-binding, but basically to the, our legislative body and so the public can start weighing in, excuse me, and putting pressure on the district attorney to come up with a data dashboard. They're done all over the country. It allows people to track cases in a very easy way. It's it's more uh, uh, macro data, like how many cases have they prosecuted? Where are they? What did they plea out? What is no null pros, which means no prosecution? So all of those things, uh, and the public needs access to that. Yeah, and access it in an easy way. I mean, the justice be- portal that exists today is very cumbersome. You have to have a, a login and all this stuff, and you have to know what you're doing. It's very hard. It's like it's like going through the assessor's website. Exactly. Right. I, I would a journalist and that's my whole job and it's even difficult for me so i can imagine you just want to know where you're living is a safe area and the person that perpetrated the crime isn't back out onto the streets it's very difficult to access access those types of websites so i'm encouraged to see that hey before you go i wanted to ask about memphis in may i know there's a lot of conversation about whether it is going to happen is it in jeopardy Now, there's two sides of the story. You have Memphis and May on one hand, Jim Holt. He's not budget. And then you have the River Parks people, and they're saying, hey, we pulled up to the negotiating table, and you're not negotiating. Where do you see this going? Is it in jeopardy? Are we going to have it? They better have a deal. Look, as the city of Memphis, and I I have uh, – I'm biased because I'm biased for both groups. I've been a part of a barbecue team for over 16 years. I've been going to barbecue fest since I was a – in the late 80s, and I, 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 my first music festival was in 1996. Uh, and then, obviously, we've donated to the park, and we think they both have a place. Um, I personally have spent a significant amount of time helping negotiate along with the city, Shondell Ryan and the mayor personally. They need to sign a deal. The deal is fair. The deal is good. Um, if they don't sign it, then that's at the feet of Memphis and May and no one else. No blaming the park. You know, a, a lot of claims have been made. The park was built to, to, the, to the specifications that they agreed upon. You know, all those things, all the all the nasty rhetoric, as Jeff Calkin says, isn't helping anybody. Um, they have a deal that's ready to execute and they need to execute it. And, and the city has stepped up and the taxpayers have stepped up. And only because this is coming up very quickly. And this is a huge driver of revenue for so many businesses. And I know you're a business guy, so you understand the ramifications if they don't get this deal signed. Yeah, look, I mean, we always talk about the economics and it's great for room nights, but we're talking, you know, seven to 10 room nights out of the year for hotels downtown. And of course you've got restaurants, but if we're hanging our entire hat on the local economy of one month or, or, or really two big events, then we've, we've got bigger issues. I will I will concede the fact though, that Memphis is May is, is more than just the economic impact. It, it is all the things that it does from a, you know, from a national standpoint, people talking about Memphis in a positive way, like you know, you see us on the food on the Food Network, and they're like, "Hey, I'm going to go to Memphis and try some barbecue." So it's important; it's very, very important. We want both to be successful, and we think that there's a path to do that. Yeah, yeah, you want to see it happen. I know they're already working to get different parts of. I think the barbecue festival, some of it's going to actually go up on Beale Street. So it, yeah, that's it's great. very clear that. Everybody's trying to just hold their breath, hope that this actually happens. If we have to wiggle around a little bit, they just want it back downtown and not in Midtown. Sure. Well, I mean, especially for the barbecue teams, I think, you know, you hear one, you know, locals love both pieces of it, you know, the accessibility of Tiger Lane. But at the end of the day, I think it's great to have certain pieces move up. If you look at uh, Jazz Festival or French Quarter Fest, you know, things that happen down in New Orleans, you know, that takes place their fairgrounds. And then later in the evening, it moves out into the city, which really does have a better benefit for the local economy to have those people coming up and off the river and into downtown proper. All right. 
before I let you go, when people are frustrated with the judicial commissioners, I know Mayor Strickland, he keeps on coming out there and saying, hey, you need to hold these people accountable. Do you know who we go to? I mean, as a city councilman, I mean, yeah, who, so who are we talking to? Great question. I'm going to go through this super quick. Uh, you have uh, uh, you have judges, uh, and there's and I've, I can't remember his last name. Oh my gosh! But anyway, in the in the general sessions court, who oversees all of the bail hearings with the judicial magistrates uh, for the most part, and and judges are appointed or they're elected every eight years. Um, all of the judicial magistrates are appointed by the county commission. So if, if there's somebody that's not doing their job, um, that's the county commission. And of course, the district attorney is the chief prosecutor for the for the entire county, not just the city of Memphis, to remind everybody of that. And uh, what I would encourage people that are listening to do is, is just hop on Google or your favorite search engine and uh, and type in you know district attorney data dashboard. And you're going to see tons of great examples out there. And if you think that's something that you want for Shelby County, you should email the district attorney and say, we want transparency in, in how you handle cases and a data dashboard uh, and put pressure on the DA to do that. I mean, if he wants transparency for the Memphis Police Department, which he's ran on, then we want transparency into the into the DA's handling of cases. Well said. I like that. All right. City Councilman Chase Carlisle dropping by this morning. Thanks for stopping by. Come back anytime. Thank you.